This is your permission that if you were ever told that you need to launch one way, write content one way, sell one way, only do one system to have a successful business, this is your permission to stick your two middle fingers in the air and say F that because it is absolutely not true. Welcome to the Woke and Worthy Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Kwasney, intuitive business coach and spiritual junkie. Woke and Worthy is an experience to help you remember who the fuck you are before who you were taught to be. Each week, we are diving into all things mindset, business, money, and manifestation. From the meltdowns to the mountaintops, we don't spare any details on the roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. My goal is to help you navigate the seasons of life and business. It's time to awaken your soul to the gifts within you so you can reclaim what is already yours. Here, we are unapologetically relentless in our pursuit to build badass businesses and even better lives. If you're ready for your weekly dose of the woo and the wealth, let's dive in. and welcome back to the Woke and Worthy podcast. Excited for today, which I think I say every time that I start this podcast, but I am actually excited every single freaking time. And today we are diving into the two business strategies that are costing you money. Yes, you heard that right. There are business strategies that, that you can follow that are actually costing you from getting clients and consistent cash months in your business over and over and over again. And then I'm going to dive in depth into the only strategy that is going to make you money and how you can create that for yourself. So let's start this off. And we're going to be really honest here. We know if you've been in business for any length of time that life as an entrepreneur is confusing as hell, especially in the first few years. Because in the first few years, while you're getting your business up and off the ground and you're deciding, okay, who is it that I want to serve? How do I want to serve them? Finding your voice, finding a strategy that you can stay consistent to while also trying to block out feeling like an imposter and all the opinions of everybody in your family and worrying what other people are going to think when you post things and so you don't and you catch my drift, right? On top of that, what makes it even more freaking confusing is all of the other business coaches, mentors, intuitive business leaders, whatever their title is, selling you everything that you need to do to hit your first 5K month, 10K month, how to scale your business. And they all make it seem so freaking easy. And so what we end up doing, especially if we don't have the support of a coach or a mentor at that time, we do exactly what they say to do until... Uh There is an until here. Until we see another coach that had their launch sell out in a week or had their biggest cash month yet without even having to lift a finger. They make it sound so freaking easy. 
And so then we switch strategies, tongue twister there for me, again, and to follow what they're doing. And this leads me, perfect segue, to the two business strategies that are actually costing you money. And point blankly, the first one, first and foremost, is what I like to call the shiny object syndrome strategy, SOSS. (laughs) That's funny. SOS. Yeah, basically, that's what you fucking need. You need help in your business if you're following this strategy. That's pretty funny. Okay, (laughs) I digress. But with the shiny object syndrome strategy, it's just like it sounds. It's almost like having that squirrel brain. And it's really built on the foundation of doing what everyone else is doing. Which, if we're being honest, that's not a strategy at all. And the reason why we can do this is that it is often created from a lack of trust within ourselves, our business, and our strategy. And why we don't have that trust lots of times is because we don't have a strategy at all. And so what we end up doing is when we get fall into the rabbit hole of social media and we're scrolling and we're comparing ourselves and we're seeing all the success that other coaches are having, Again, we get that squirrel brain and we're like, oh, okay, well, I just have to do that. Oh, well, I have to launch a mini course. Oh, now I need to do a masterclass. Oh, now I need to do 90 minute intensive. Oh, she launched this way and she didn't launch at all. And then she did this the other way. And we literally are just taking actions from a place of lack, from a place of scarcity, from this lack of trust in ourselves and finding the way that works for us. And what's worse, the worst thing about this strategy, other than the fact that you're consistently switching gears and not staying on one path, so you never actually stick with anything long enough to see any real real results. This is also one of the biggest strategies, again, I'm putting, using air quotes there, strategies, that leads us to burning ourselves out. Because like I said, we never do anything long enough to allow it to get traction, to allow us to see any feedback and to see, okay, well, maybe I need to tweak this or this message landed, but this one didn't. Or the way in which I launched this way got really great traction. But the second time that I did it and when I switched it up a different way, I didn't get as much interest in it. So we never stick with anything long enough to see what actually works for ourselves. And with this, again, because you're switching to launching one way, launching another way, focusing on reels, just focusing on IGTVs, long caption, carousels, all all this stuff, right? Doing exactly what they're telling you to do. Do ads, don't do ads. Do DMs, don't do DMs. Message these people, don't message these people. And because we're switching between things so consistently, one, we never see the results we want to see. Two, We burn ourselves the F out because as soon as you start to do one thing, you question if it's you're actually taking the right strategy, the right approach, and you see somebody else who's having more success than you, who's living the lifestyle that you want, having all these clients, getting return clients over and over again. They're talking to you about how much money they're making in their business and how free and how easy it is. And all that you're left wondering is sitting there and thinking, well, I'm doing those things. I'm showing up online. I'm reaching out to people. 
So what is it that I'm doing wrong? And the truth is, you're not doing anything wrong at all other than not finding your own strategy. Having no strategy, following what everybody else is doing is not a strategy, okay? And that leads me to my second strategy that is costing you money. Just one moment here while we take a refreshment break. And this one I like to call the cookie cutter strategy, okay? And this was likely taught to you by a coach or a program and you have now found yourself taking on the mentality that if it worked for them, it should work for me, okay? I know it's kind of harder in group programs, group settings to have it very, very strategized and specific to you, your business, the way in which you like to show up, the energy that you have. But I am also finding in many programs, I shouldn't say many, I'm finding in some programs and also past containers that I have been in that the coach, the mentor, doesn't feel safe enough in trusting themselves to support people to find other methods. And sometimes it's also because it's easier to just say, hey, this worked for me, so just try it again, just do it again, just keep repeating it over and over and over again until you get the results that you wanna see. That's the exact same thing that I had happen to me in a container that I was in. And even though I felt resistance to the method of launching and it didn't feel good to me, again, it's it's I ignored my intuition, the trust in myself and my business and how I should do things because I paid money for this program. And so again, we take that, that mentality. Well, if it worked for this coach and they, if they build this successful of a business and it's it's working for them and they're getting all these clients and they're selling off their launches and they're doing all these things, it should work for me. But still, in your gut, in the back of your mind, maybe you're just not even feeling excited about that way as well either. Those are red fucking flags that you should not ignore. The biggest and best way to build your own strategy is to trust those intuitive nudges, those excitements, those downloads, and how you're supposed to be bringing your gifts, your programs, and your authentic self into the world, okay? So this is your permission that if you were ever told that you need to launch one way, write content one way, sell one way, only do one system to have a successful business, this is your permission to stick your two middle fingers in the air and say F that because it is absolutely not true. Because when we start taking on that idea that, well, again, it worked for this coach or it worked for her, she's seeing success with this. It, when we try to do those methods, that strategy that doesn't feel good to us, that it ultimately is going to allow you to feel really fucking confused. You'll feel, you'll likely feel resistance to your business. You'll feel uninspired. You won't feel excited. You'll be showing up to do things just to do them. And you might even get to a point where you contemplate quitting your business because everything 
You're doing everything the way you were taught to, but what it ends up doing is not converting because the energy, your passion, the drive behind it is not there. And that's 100% not your fault. There's nothing wrong with you and everything wrong with that strategy for you. Notice to spot the difference, okay? And if you are guilty, if you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I've been doing that. This makes so much sense now. Don't worry. We've all been there. And I think that's the beauty thing of seeing your business. That's the beautiful part of one, having a business and two, allowing it to grow and allowing it to expand because you allow yourself to grow and expand with that you get to develop, develop that trust in yourself, in your business, in the way in which you want to show up. And you start to give yourself more permission to basically say, yeah, fuck the business rules because there are no business rules. There's only the ones that you make, which you never have to make and which you get to change all the time. The only thing about business rules is they, they were meant to be broken, okay? So this leads me to the one strategy that's going to make you money, honey. And it's taking an aligned strategy. I know that word's getting thrown around a lot, but it's truly what it is. And this is a strategy that takes into consideration your goals, your time, your energy, how you want to show up in your business, regardless of what anyone else is doing. Okay. And this is where you really get to, like I said, write the own rules for your business. And with this, This gets to change and it should change based on the priorities, based on the seasons of your life and your business and what that looks like for you. So none of these ever have to be set in stone. And I would almost say it would be a red flag if you tried to adhere to the same rules, the same strategy over and over and over again. Because again, like I said, your goals, your time, your energy, your priorities, that's all going to change throughout your business throughout the year and definitely throughout the years that you have it. So allow yourself to change that. They don't have to be rigid. They're not like etched into stone. They, more so you get to create principles, right? And with an aligned strategy, how I see this coming to fruition for you and for, through, for everybody, sorry, rather, that's what I was trying to say there, is it's one that honestly allows your business to feel fun, to feel easy, so that you can feel excited about it. It's not one where you pull yourself out of bed, you're like, holy shit, I do not wanna do this, this sucks. Why, who signed me up for this? What did I agree to? Because it definitely wasn't this. And granted, yeah, there's always, always, always ups and downs in business. And we'll have some days where we're going to freaking hate it. But the core driver of that is, hey, I have total freedom of my time. I also have the freedom to make as much or as little money as I want. (laughs) It's true, though. Um, You get to choose who you want to work with. You get to show up in a way that excites you the most and it's when you come at it from that energy that you truly attract your soul make clients to you and actually I kid you not one of my 
incredible clients used to work with her now as a very, very dear friend, Taylor, when I asked her too, like, what attracted you to me? She 100% said that it was my energy first. It wasn't my messaging. It wasn't my programs. It wasn't the content that I wrote. It wasn't the fact that I had to put out five posts a day and I could only launch in a masterclass or I could only do a free challenge. No, it was my energy. And what allowed me to create that exciting energy, that carefree, that ease within my business, within my, and allowing that to show up in my content. It was by choosing a strategy that allowed me to show up that way. Okay. So you're like, great, Jess. Perfect. Align strategy. Cool. Do whatever I want. But if you leave me to do whatever I want, I'm not going to do anything at all. So here I have the framework for you to how, what are some things to consider to start to create this aligned strategy for yourself and for your business? And so very, very firstly, I've talked about this already, but I want you to list out your priorities, your commitments, and your obligations. Okay. And the whole thing about this is to understand how much time you actually have to dedicate towards your business. And I think a common mistake, especially when we're starting out, is that we get overly ambitious with how much time we can actually put into our business. Especially so if you are somebody who is still in your corporate job, you're like, yeah, okay, fucking done with this bullshit, done with my boss telling me what to do, done with asking for when I can have time off, I want to run the show. And so we think I'm going to put all my time, all of my energy, all my extra, yeah, time into this that you actually burn yourself out in the process. Because I want you to remember, and when you're writing out your priorities, commitments, obligations, remember that you, your well-being, your self-care need to be the main priority of your own business. True facts right there. So list that all out. And once you list that all out, then think about how much time that actually takes in your day, in your week. So if you are working a nine to five right there, you have eight hours of work that you have to do. How much time needs to be dedicated to family, to your marriage, to your kids if you have them? What are the things that you do for your own mental, physical, emotional health and well-being? When are you going to work those things in there? Okay. You're like, Jess, yeah, but if I do all these things, well, then I'm not going to have any time for myself and for my business. We will get to that in working smarter with your time, not harder. And the fact of the matter is, yeah, there might be some times where you are going to get up early on the weekend so that you can work on your business for two, three, four, however many hours that you can spare before anybody else gets up so that you can batch your content and do things like that so that you can Set yourself up for a really successful week and not feel like you're falling behind. Okay, the next thing that you can do to create this aligned strategy for yourself is once you understand your priorities, your commitments, your obligations, how much time they're going to take, I want you to create your own schedule and structure based around that. Okay, and 100%, I want you to base this around your life and your priorities. Because it can be way too easy to compare ourselves to what others are doing, how much time they're spending in their business, 
how quickly they were able to leave their job, go into it full time, and any other stories that you're telling yourself, right? And then we can feel like we're falling behind, we don't have enough time, we don't have enough energy, and these are just all stories that we tell ourselves. But when you can sit down and say, hey, okay, so I actually have, throughout the entire week, I have eight, I have 20, I have 30 hours that I can dedicate to my business while still prioritizing all the things that are important to me and all the things that I need to do. Then what I suggest is also looking at, okay, how can I work again, smarter, not harder? I'm going to get to this in step four. So just wait for me, wait for me there when we come back to it. But how can you batch things? What are the things that you can do that are the most priority tasks Or how can you do more at one time versus doing it separately and breaking it apart into little bits, pieces, and chunks? (laughs) That's all going to make sense in a second, I promise. Okay, then the tip number three for your aligned strategy is showcase your uniqueness, your magic, and your authentic self. And what I mean by that is to... Find the ways that you enjoy showing up the most in your business and double down on that. Okay? And so if you love showing up on your stories, capitalize on showing up on your stories. If you're enjoying making reels, make reels. If you would prefer doing an IGTV versus writing out a post, show up on an IGTV. Okay? But I also, there's a caveat to this, caveat. I also want to challenge you to challenge yourself to step out of your comfort zone. It's easy. Well, I, and again, easy is all relative to the person, but it can be easy to write posts and to never show our face on our stories, to never show our face in our posts. Or maybe for you, it's a lot easier to do a reel, but then to sit down and write a more in-depth post to turn that into a carousel, that can be really, really hard because you think, ah, I'm just such a better speaker. It doesn't come out on, it doesn't come out properly when I write it down. I want you to challenge yourself in the different realms of your business so that you can be a well-rounded entrepreneur. And I actually have a perfect story about this, but with one of my past previous clients, Julie, is that when we were working on her, we had her content strategy, we built out her legacy statements, built out her content from that. We were planning, I think, oh, we did months in advance for planning. And lots of those we had as working in posts and doing carousels and those Twitter comment posts and stuff that you can do. And she just got to a point where she said, you know what, I'm feeling so much resistance to this. I don't like it. I don't want to write posts. And even though we had it all there for her, she still couldn't understand why she didn't like it. And it actually, it wasn't converting like we thought that it would. And the one thing that Julie really, really loved doing was producing videos. Now, her very first video that she did, she did, uh, oh my God, drawing a blank. It doesn't matter what she did, but she did this like educational how-to, how to use one of her products, that sort of thing. And she blew my mind with one the quality of it, how she edited it, how she put in um, the music, the words, the overlays and everything like that. It was so much more than I ever expected, not discrediting her, but I was just shocked. I was like, yes, 
that was the way that she enjoyed showing up most in her business. And those videos were easy for her really freaking easy and do you know what when we started capitalizing on that that's when she had the most discovery calls in her business in one month and it was also the highest month that she ever had in her business from signups from people asking her what she was doing and wanting to know more because we found the way that she enjoyed showing up so the truth is you never have to do anything in your business that you don't want to do I do recommend, like I said, challenging yourself to step out of your comfort zone, but there are no rules. And where you have the most excitement, the most passion, where you show up the most energetically, that is going to be what allows your content to convert the most. Case in point, Julie. Okay, moving on. Next one is, and this is what I was talking about, where I was going to explain it in more detail um, with the time that you do have. But this is to be to focus on income producing activities first. First, first, first. Okay. I want you to identify and start tracking what are the activities in your business that get you paid the most? Is it talking to people in the DMs? Is it showing up on your stories? Is it doing IG lives? Is it going and popping up and showing in your Facebook group? Like what is it, where are you actually getting the most clients? Is it from your content? Is it from your DMs? Is it from your stories? Prioritize those first. And it's oftentimes that we will resist the actions in our business that are gonna move the needle ahead the first, the, the most. And so with that, just set the intention that Every single day, you're going to eat the frog first, okay? We do the things that we resist the most that we don't want to do. Get those done out of the way, and that sets the tone for your day to say like, yes. Even if you did nothing else in your business, other than that, you know that you took a step in the direction that moves the needle forward, that gets you income, that consistently gets you more income, right? Reminder, busy work does not get you paid. Income producing activities do. If you go back, oh, I don't remember which episode it was. I believe it was number four, where I talked about the three things I would focus on if I was starting my business today. I dive more into that there. Okay, next tip, step for finding your aligned business strategy is to know your core values and then align your business with them. And I would almost argue that a very strong reason why many businesses fail is because we don't do this. What do I mean by this? Why do so many of us start our businesses? We want the freedom of time. We want the freedom of money. Freedom to work from anywhere, spend more time with our family, have complete control of our schedule, do something that we love, do something that we feel passionate and purposeful about, feeling fulfilled within our day. But what then I see happen is lots of the times we end up actually working ourselves back into a nine to five structure. And how we spend our days, the things that we're doing during our day is in contradiction with all of the reasons for why we started our business. And so we aren't actually 
feeling fulfilled. We're not feeling ex- the excitement behind the reason why we started our business. And so we actually feel like we're sacrificing more things in the process than if we were working at a nine to five or when there's no life work-life balance because you're literally just fueling the fire for your business, your business, your business, your business, your business. Your business is not your life. Your life and you come first. Your business is secondary to that one. It really, really is. And when we do this, when we put our business as the primary storefront, I know what you're thinking, just yeah, but my business is the only thing that makes me money. I'm relying on myself now. I get it. Trust me. I get it. I run my business full time. I took that leap. I got rid of that corporate income. I know how fucking scary that is. I really, really do. But it's when I worked myself into a nine to five, always working, always worrying, always stressing out, telling myself that, oh yeah, well, I'll be able to enjoy, I'll be able to enjoy my business when, or I can't take time off or telling my husband, no, sorry, I can't go out to with you to the lake because I'm supposed to be writing this post or doing that thing. Like, All the reasons why I started my business, I wasn't allowing myself to enjoy them. Like, how can you enjoy the perks of being your own boss now? So think about what your core values are. Are they freedom? Are they excitement? Are they adventure? Are they honesty? Are they trust? Are they loyalty? Are they love? Are they passion? Whatever that is. And how are you allowing yourself to do those things outside of your business? Because your business can't bring you all of those things and it's likely not. But your business gives you the freedom to enjoy those things more. Work those things into your day. Because the core values need to be the foundation for which you build your business upon. You don't build the foundation of your business upon your life. You don't build the foundation of your life on your business rather, sorry. Okay, and then the next one, we have two more here. The last one, or second last one is recognizing when any part of you, I mean mind, body, soul, needs a break as a coach, as a mentor, as a healer, whatever it is that you're doing, recognizing that it is very energy intensive work. Hell, Even doing content creation, that takes a lot of energy, brain power, creative energy. So recognizing that and not downplaying that. And the other thing too that one of my business coaches has told me, and I love it, is that truly nothing in business is an emergency. We're not surgeons. We're not saving lives here. There's no burning building that you need to run into to save people from. Nothing in business is an emergency. Everything that gets done always does. And just reminding yourself this over and over and over again. And this honestly could not have been more pertinent for me for this year, in the beginning of the year, for my business. I was... I was done. I was burnt out. And again, I'm, I am accustomed to burning myself out. I know that I do it often. I have now getting much more firmer with boundaries and recognizing when I need a break mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever that be, actually honoring that 
and allowing myself to have that. Because the truth is, sometimes our biggest breakthroughs happen in our stillest moments. But you can never allow yourself to get to those parts if you don't allow yourself to rest. And so, again, just my story of this year, I was feeling absolutely exhausted. I was lacking every little bit of inspiration, motivation. If you asked me about the big picture of my business, I couldn't see it. I knew that there was something else that I wanted to create, but every time that I sat down to create it or I thought about it, I tore it apart. It wasn't good enough. I didn't know enough about it. The outline wasn't perfect. And I just, I didn't even feel inspired or excited to create it. And so I I probably have, I want to say seven different drafts for different programs, none of which I took action upon. I felt excited when I created it on the outline thinking, yeah, this is going to be great. But then when I actually went to do the content of it and who I was speaking to, that's when the fears, the doubts, and the worries came in for myself. And I just recognized like, hey, this doesn't feel good for me to create. And I found myself with everything that I'm saying here today, not to do or to resist or to try to proactively overcome. I had troubles getting out of bed. I had troubles even doing income producing activities. And I actually laughed to my friends. This isn't that funny, but with the amount of work that I did in probably the first seven months of this year, I laughed that I hardly worked at all. Just imagine what I can do if I actually showed up. And it's funny to say that now, but it was not at the time. And honestly, the only thing that kept me going was my clients. That was the only thing. My only spark of joy was the energy that I would get from those sessions. If it wasn't for them, I don't know if I would have kept going. And I'm just saying that that, like, that's the reality of running your own business when everything depends on, your, on you and it's all on your shoulders. I've come out the other side now and I have a very different perspective. Will I ever end up in this place again? I don't know. I honestly don't know. And that's kind of the unknown that we sign up for as the life of an, of an entrepreneur. But when it boiled down to and how this ties back to you, recognizing when you need any part of you needs a break. I started my business over six years ago when I was in college for the second time and ran it there just very on the side. But I recognized that since the inception of my online business, I had never taken more than a couple of days off from it. Fuck, even when I was in Hawaii for my wedding, I was partnered with another person. They had um, a, uh, they had a new client sign up for which I had to do create a new program for and all those types of things. I did that while we were there on my wedding. That's how fucking bonkers that is. I hadn't taken more than a couple days. Seriously, I'm thinking when a couple, I say like two or three days break from my business. Not showing up on Instagram, not posting, not doing like talking to clients or doing programming or anything like that. And you think when we're in a corporate structure, we live, we live for our days off. We're always negotiating, or you should always be negotiating holidays. You should, because it's always negotiable. 
holidays and getting more time off. You best believe that I would never end the year without having taken all of that time off. But running my business, I didn't keep that same mentality. So I was beyond done, beyond burnt out, beyond exhausted. I had nothing left to give, which is why, like I said, I barely showed up from January to July. I showed up for my clients, but in proactively doing anything else, I didn't. And I actually took, I ended up taking almost all of May off, meaning I barely posted. I only showed up on Instagram when I felt like it. I wasn't worried about DM conversations. I had enough income coming in till the end of the year that I could have taken the rest of the year off essentially, and I still would have been okay. So that's why I felt safe in doing that. Not only that, I have my my husband to support me as well too, if anything happened. So I know for some of you, you're thinking, well, that's not an option for me. And I get that. I was fortunate enough where I could, I took all of me off and literally, I think the half, first half of June too, because I just had a really, really hard time coming coming back. But this is why taking a vacation, taking a break from your business is very, very much needed. So just like you would, if you were taking holidays from work, you can definitely do this. And you're thinking, well, Jess, I have, I have clients. I have to answer them. I have to get back to them. When you set the intention and when you set that boundary already and saying, hey, look, from this day to this date, from May 1st to May 14th, I'm taking vacation. You can also, if they have calls, you can just not have calls that week and essentially extend the timeline of their program. So if they're in a three-month program, but you're taking that two weeks off for yourself, and you bump their, you you still give them the same amount of calls. You just bump out their timeline with you for two weeks. Do you think anybody's going to care? No. You need to lead by example for your clients as well too. And rest and taking a break and allowing yourself that time, that stillness to just decompress, get away. It is so, so needed and it's so often overlooked. But don't allow yourself to get to the space where I did. So please recognize when you are needing that break and allow yourself to have it. And even if it's just something that comes up for you during the week as well too, sitting behind your desk does not make you productive. If you're sitting down, if it's feeling forced, if you can't do anything, sometimes that's just the way a day needs to go. You write it off and you come back, you show up the next day. Okay. And then the last tip is for creating your aligned strategy, the secret to scaling is embodiment. And I talked about this in episode two, I believe it was, for the secrets, the three mistakes to avoid in manifestation. But the multi six-figure business that you want while working four-hour days and working from anywhere in the world, being able to pick up and take off whenever you want, that was already yours the moment that you desired it, okay? So I want you to take inspired action as that version of yourself. What would she be doing? How would she be showing up? How can she leverage her time? Who can she get to help support her? Whether that be a mentor, a coach, 
team members to bring on. Think like that version of yourself and see how quickly you get to bring that version of your life, of your business into fruition, right? And the only business rule, this bears repeating, the only business rule that is meant to be followed is to break them. There are no rules. There don't need to be any rules, truly. And honestly, if you're like, okay, cool, just love all these. I really, really need support in helping me create a custom strategy because right now I'm follow, I'm falling into number one, number two, and I move into those most of the time. Sometimes I find an aligned strategy, but nothing sticks. Then I want you to head right now to my bio and apply for one of my one-to-one positions because this is exactly what we can help you do where you can allow your business to be easy, where you can work less and receive more because it truly does get to be possible once you find the way that you want to show up, what feels good to you, what hours, how to batch things, how to align different parts of your day so that you can get the most of it. And it can be really, really hard to figure that out on your own. Having that support Like I said, embodiment is the secret to scaling. Who do you need on your team to support you to that next level self in half the time? And in working with a mentor, that's exactly what you can do. And it's honestly by creating a custom strategy that's the same reason that has allowed my previous clients to make more money in one month than they did in the whole entire previous year of their business. Hello, Julie, shouting you out. Yes, babe. They were able to raise their prices while selling their offer without any objections, without any objections, because she was obsessed with their program. She knew exactly who it was for, how to speak to to speak to her ideal client and how to show up in a way that converted best for her. They were also able to sell clients into their program. Wait for this before even launching it and getting six discovery calls from one single piece of content. And that's only naming a few. And these results were all from different clients, from different people. So if it can happen for them, the truth is that it can happen for you too. You just have to ask for the help, ask for the support. And I promise you that is one of the best ways to take your business to the next level, the quickest, And I cannot wait to support you to that growth again. The link is in my bio to apply for one of those one-to-one spots or wherever you're looking on the show notes for this podcast, the link is also in there. So can't wait to help you create your own aligned strategy. And even as well too, I'd love if you took a screenshot of this podcast and tagged me and let me know what was your biggest takeaway from this? What is one of those pieces for creating your aligned strategy that you haven't been doing that you think will really support you to taking your business to that next level. I would love to hear that. Um, Again, thank you so much for joining me and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Woke and Worthy podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you in gaining more clarity and confidence to start taking massive inspired action in your life and business. 
If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more entrepreneurs just like you create a life and business that they are obsessed with. And don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at I am Jess Kwasney. We'll see you back here next week.